One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Okay, I think that's all fine now. So, everyone, bear with us. We've just had like a massive technical gut, uh, like gut punch so we're just straightening everything out and then we're just going to get on with the show yeah basically i've been talking to myself for the last 15 minutes um i was never here <laughs> yeah you, you were never here tim's just um, had me on loop like <laughs> just just a visual i just don't understand like why like i've literally even defaulted like to have discord as the output that i've set up and it just it just went to my headset only as as an output like why it's default for a reason it defaults to that all the time it stays as that even makes no sense it's okay man it's okay so we annoying technology fucking Gro- sucks dude we we grow from these things <laughs> by yeah. throwing our by throwing our equipment out the window yeah exactly but yeah basically we just talked about just oh god we, we, yeah, we talked about like new Lord of the Rings stuff. Uh, we had a baller Star Wars section that would have got us like thousands upon thousands of subscribers. Um, yeah. Probably a Clash of Clans ad as well. Um, <laughs> At least a Clash of Clans ad. Please. At least. Um, yeah, luckily it wasn't actually like it was kind of like the intro to the show rather than the actual show, I guess. Uh, like so. Yeah, it was like. At least, at least we caught it. Shout out to my partner who was just WhatsApp me. It's just like <laughs> I can't hear the other person you're talking to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's fantastic. otherwise we would have for two hours. It would have been you talking to yourself. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> oh my god, I try and stop doing that. Like I do that enough at home, just talking to myself in the mirror <laughs> all the time. I, I shouldn't to be a doing mirror. It. That's pretty yeah. good. I shouldn't be doing it and uploading it. <laughs> Not ideal. I feel like it's it's a bit less creepy a mirror though versus just a, like a just a brick wall <laughs> like just talking to a brick wall yeah yeah i feel like if you were to do it into a mirror i mean we've everyone's talked to themselves in a mirror even if it's just like a shitty like little passing quip or something like that everyone's done it passing quip yeah like look, look at this dude fuck you <laughs> just it's look. not a quip dude i mean like a God, let's check out this handsome dude. I just fucking flip myself off in the mirror. All right. No. Um, but yeah. We'll do better today. Yeah. So we suck, um, and we had some technical difficulties, but we're back. So We did. We're only 61 episodes in. Yeah, um, exactly. But we're only two episodes into the new live streaming platform, so bear with us, you know? That's very true. And there was new equipment involved today as well, so really, yeah, it was, I'm really unblaming. It was un- inevitable. Yes. No. Yeah. Anyway, maybe let's on. talk about some video games, shall we? Yeah, let's talk about some video games. Yeah. What have you been playing this okay. week, Dave? Tell me. <laughs> I just just Monster Hunter, mate. You know it. I know it. Yeah, you haven't it's, been uh, it's playing the Cyberpunk. Only truth. Uh, no, I haven't. And actually, the only downside to that is that. I haven't logged in to do my Microsoft rewards, and I don't think I can face another oh, no. like streak break. I, I lost mine. It was like I had it set at like seventy weeks or something. And I now, mean, you were gonna lose it. Come broken. when your kid arrives, anyway. Let's face it. Hey. He's feeding. <laughs> hey, gotta get streak. 
streak first priority <laughs> bottle <right>? second yeah <laughs> jesus well there's a yeah um so uh, do you know what actually that's a really good segue that's a really good uh did you hear about playstation playstation stars i did yeah i think it's pretty cool man so it's basically just microsoft rewards for playstation right you kind of just like uh, i can't remember the exact ways they said that you can earn and stuff but it was basically just along the lines of just like playing and just doing challenges and stuff like that i think it was quite similar to rewards but obviously they're not like partnered with anyone like rewards is like partnered with bing so they're like search using bing you know so it's it's a bit more (laughs) like um yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit more sellouty, I guess. I think PlayStation's is literally just being, just like, just play our games, basically, isn't it? From what I could tell. Yeah, no, it is, it is. I think it's, it's good because it's like, um, it's very, like streamlined. Like oh yeah, said, and they had like, like this is the PlayStation thing. Yeah, and they had like really cool, like, um, you could earn like badges and stuff like that, and like have them on your profile and stuff like that. That's actually really cool. Like I, I do kind of yeah. dig that. Yeah, that's cool. Digital, digital thing, assets. I what I said. Yeah, yeah, mobile assets. Um, and they were like, they came out. They're like, it's not NFTs. Yeah, no, no fucking thanks. It's not. It's not one of them. Um, but like oh, at the same time, like I'm not like privy to like the details of NFTs, so I don't really know when something crosses the line from just a digital asset to an NFT. Uh, people talk about the block the blockchain and i can say yeah. the word blockchain and sound like i know what i'm talking about but that as far as i know that's just like a digital like it's just like storage isn't it that's just it's just I like am. yeah it's just like a digital storage slash like technology pipeline sort of thing that essentially just it's just super crazy secure and you essentially just you you own that asset once you have it um in in that blockchain or whatever you know it can't be accessed by anyone else you know it's uniquely identified to you tied to your account and everything it's like owning something in real life like why okay firstly like the word blockchain sounds like a monster hunter weapon secondly (laughs) what's the difference between that and just something being tied to like my xbox account um it just feels like we're splitting hairs a bit at that point. It's like, well, yeah. you own it. And it's like, well, I own... Well, no, but like mean. technically everything that you own, all your data, is that's not your data. Like just because it's your profile on Xbox, bad juju, you got all these achievements, you got all this, that, that's owned by Microsoft. You don't own any of that. Whereas blockchain, and if you do, and, and NFTs, you physically own it. No company has access to any of that. Microsoft wouldn't be able to take it if they wanted to. Um, they would have to contact you and be like, oh, I need to buy this from you, you know, like you, right. you physically own this. Yeah, you know. Okay. Um, so like don't somebody own owns the blockchain. Uh, right? Well, no, it you was like... It, it just grow out of the ground. No, it was like, well, yeah, it was like a technology that was like invented, sure, but it was invented by someone with, with the means that um, it privatizes everything for the individual. So... I, no, so no nobody owns it. Yeah. It's like publicly owned. Yeah. Mm, okay. Nobody owns anything. Okay. So, the person. right. Yeah. So, okay. So, yes. Yeah, so, uh, but I guess, yeah, like, I think it would be like, you know, 
like there is there is like a continuum there and at some point you're like are, are the big things that people are worried about nfts is it not firstly the environment because the amount of storage and etc like server space it takes up but secondly that it can be a bit exploitative because stuff can be sold back and stuff can be scalped and stuff will be chart like monetized unnecessarily and i feel like those same a lot of those same downsides could quite easily pour over into it like a digital marketplace no it's just like like diablo 3 had the like the auction house back in the day and they shut that down i don't i can't tell you exactly why but it was unpopular right yeah people were and stuff and selling it and i don't know that that's well, that's exactly what i guess there... it's essentially just a big online auction gallery and stuff like that for these rare assets the owned but like i don't know that much about it i'm gonna be honest um no I, yeah i don't know much about the world of crypto we're not crypto NFTs, bros yeah um <laughs> we could be we, we probably could be yeah if i sat out for like when five I... minutes i could probably be a master at it yeah, a just, jedi master just work it out yeah, yeah. exactly um, um just sell pokemon cards instead <laughs> yeah dude that's kind of hype actually speaking about that yeah so you sold you sold them have you sold them all now and you sold I'm just like two, one at a time. So two fifty a pop so far, isn't it, or something? And the first one was two hundred, but like with the listing fees and you know eBay taking a slice, it's like just over two hundred pound profit, um, which is obviously pretty nice. Yeah, it's great. How many have you sold? Just the one. I've got a second one up at the moment. So if you want to buy some first edition Team Rocket Pokemon cards from two thousand and two, you hit me up. I'm your guy. I'm your seller. <laughs> It on the low how's it, it feel <laughs> how's it feel to be a dealer <laughs> really good really good really good yeah. really yeah, ticked off a box very... for you is it yeah yeah, yeah. I, I kind of want to keep doing this you know i start making fakes selling them probably won't do that yeah I'm um it's so... illegal but yeah <laughs> It's definitely illegal. Uh, yeah, PlayStation Stars. That's a big thumbs up for me. I think Microsoft yeah. need to revamp their rewards system, really. Microsoft Rewards sounds really lame. Yeah. Right? Did I say... Did I... What? No, no, no. You sound fine. My stomach was just growling like crazy. Ignore my okay. facial expressions. All right. <laughs> just, just sat there like... Yeah. <laughs> just shit. Just shitting myself. Don't worry. Um... <laughs> yeah, carry yeah, on. Good. Um, yeah, so I mean, I've got um, like I, I've got an excerpt. This, this is I have this on the notes, by the way. That's why it's just an yeah. excellent yeah, yeah. Um, take away that we could do um, a good deck way. Mm. Um, yeah, our monthly checking campaign simply requires you to play any game to receive a reward, while other campaigns require you to win tournaments and specific trophies, or even be the first player to platinum a blockbuster title. That is wicked. That I is really that. cool. That's so fun. Yeah, yeah, that's just fun. That's a proper cool, um, like, achievement to, to go for and something you can, like, pin to your profile and stuff like that and flex. Um, yeah, that's super cool. Yeah, I have to admit, they've made it really gamey and they've definitely built it, like, around the consumer, um, which I think is really great, where Microsoft haven't. They basically were just like, oh, we need to up Bing's fucking numbers so get people to search on it. Um, yeah. Do a quiz about, like, heritage sites in the 1980s and it's like... I like video games, I guess. <laughs> like yeah. Mount Fuji. Like, <laughs> like, like, just clicking on random shit. Yeah, exactly. The Pyramids of Giza. 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 
Um, but yeah, man. Um, yeah, it just seems like it's a better version of Microsoft Awards that's definitely built around like gamers specifically. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely think uh, that's something Xbox can have a look at and just be like, oh, we can actually do this better. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah 100%. PlayStation have done that for a while now. Though. They've like overtaken Xbox on the on like the achievement size. There are some things that Xbox do that are still better, but overall, I like that PlayStation have platinums. I like that they yeah. kind of embrace that. Um, there are a couple of other things, and this is like just another thing. Like you said, it's like it's very gamified. Um, mm-hmm. Microsoft, and you know, just to be clear, Microsoft Rewards is very good value. It's just like it's not passive. Um, it's not always passive some of it's quite fun and we've spoken about it on the show and that it's quite good for discoverability if you're like big into games pass and you like just popping into different games you can get a lot out of it you know like yeah. i will get my toes into a game that i wouldn't otherwise mm-hmm. because they're like we'll give you 500 points and i'm like yeah are you doing chronicles let's go um so, yeah um i'd like yeah. to see xbox catch up just across the board with with achievements um yeah it'd be nice for them to streamline it and not call it microsoft rewards it sounds like my granddad named that yeah yeah definitely yeah playstation stars actually sounds pretty cool um and just the whole like aspect of it is it's just cool man like generally it just it just smashes microsoft rewards kind of out out of the water um so yeah i think i i I definitely think we can improve um, and and do better with that, but yeah. From from next week onwards, we're going to be the PlayStation Stars podcast. Yeah, that's us. <laughs> um, I wanted to I wanted to touch on this tip because we spoke about it off air, um, and anybody who like follows us on Twitter or generally just you know is around on the play on the Twitter community and just seeing what's happening was a particular individual being a little bit upset about carp campaign flighting which just came out for halo um and there was one person who took to twitter and spoke about how um he the whole thing is fucked up his words fucked up he Mm -hmm. has to pay for the game again he has to pay 10 times the amount he paid for the game on games pass for one dollar now again to play co-op it's just like the most backward logic because he paid one dollar get access to the campaign in the day encryption mm-hmm. lapsed and now the cops out he's like i don't have access to that promotion anymore so i have to pay ten dollars yeah get it he's like he's like that is fucked up and i'm like it's not it's not it's not like i'm not gonna go to like a sh- the shop and be like this sa- this haddock this is only five pound last week why is it a tenner now yeah no? yeah i mean it makes no sense and just just like the whole just aspect of just i think what's most annoying to me is the whole yeah the whole aspect of just what people expect for like their money and what people expect for like free these days it's like bro like this game has taken so much time and manpower to create and money and fucking you're you're upset you're so upset at them that you're actually making a, a social media post and a point of it to like actually like attack them that you're annoyed that you played their entire game for one fucking pound like come on bro like that's like a it's like a can of coke 
you paid Halo Infinite for like the price of a can of Coke. Like, just what is wrong with you, man? Like, just wind your neck in. <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah. And then he's just really point. annoyed that he, he has to spend another tenner to play a co-op again. And it's like, and that's still optional. Like, why do you feel like you have to play a co-op now? You've already played it. You can move on if you want. But even so, like a tenner to play Halo is not... It's, you're not asking for a lot there. Like, just... Oh, my God. People, like, create this image that, like... Like, 343 and these gaming studios are greedy. And it's just like... No. <laughs> like, my God, they used to be a hell of a lot more greedy back in the day. So, chill out, man. That was a very good time for game value. Like, yeah, yeah we, so we, we, good. We've all... We've all done the you know the, the debate to death, haven't we? About well, we'll have more to talk about today. But like you know, microtransactions and money. Like yes, we live. You know, this is very much a society that we live in. Let me just double check. Yeah, still yeah. a society. You know, um, <laughs> so so yeah. So it's like I don't know where the buck ends with this sort of conversation or this talking point because um, it's like. Like I said, like you're gonna get pissed off that promotions end in other places as well, and it's like kind of the and the thing like Halo fans are so fucking melodramatic, man. They're so melodramatic, mm-hmm. um, and like because it was the point that he was trying to make was that because it wasn't together at launch, you know, at, at launch, instead of just paying for it once, I now have to pay for it twice to like get reaccess to it, and it's like. Well, yeah, but they couldn't. It's like they couldn't just snap their fingers and make your co-op happen. It's not like they've yeah. just been like hiding it in the vault. You know, it's it, like the, the alternative was that you waited another two years until <laughs> when the rest of it was ready to go. So even then, like none of this kind of uh, uh, makes sense. But it was just it was yeah. funny. It even got you triggered, which is how I know oh, yeah. it was a, a bad one yeah I didn't get triggered often it just it just came across as just so bratty to me and so entitled. spoiled and entitled yeah it's just like what is your problem like oh it just yeah it just aggravated me man um, like th- there are things that annoy me like timed exclusivity and like like I was annoyed at the Spider-Man thing that I literally couldn't upgrade my game even if I wanted to give them money you know and I, c- I feel like I can rightfully be annoyed at things like that that's fair enough but like just something like this is just god you're just you're such a brat man you're such a milk toast little piece of garbage just go back in your cage man <laughs> Come at me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> God. Hope nobody clips you. No, nobody clips me. Yeah. This is why we need to get you your own your own Twitter so you can take. So I can shit. call people milk toast pieces. <laughs> yeah, of that's right. It'll, it'll, be, <laughs> it'll be like good cop, bad cop. It'll be great. Yeah. You're like coming in like um well like in like intellectual argument and I'm just like you're a fucking piece of trash dude. No toast dude. Yeah. Such a fucking troglodyte. Look at this yeah. troglodyte over here. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah, I mean you joke, but my my if I was doing comments like that, I'd probably get like loads of retweets and likes. And your like intellectual argument is just buried. Just nobody sees it. Yeah, that is that is how Twitter works, unfortunately. Yeah. You've got to be um, a troglodyte. All right. You have to be a troglodyte. You've got to do the troggers. Troggers for the poggers. Yeah. Hashtag that shit. Troggers <laughs> for the poggers. Um, <laughs> um, a story about Ubisoft this week, Tim. 
um, mm-hmm. about uh, them removing access to some of their older titles from digital stores. I don't remember the names of those titles. I'm really sorry. Um, it's old stuff, though. It's like 2000s, early 2000s stuff, I think, latest. Okay. Um, it's like pre... We're not talking Far Cry 3. We're talking before that. I think we're talking before Far Cry 2, even. Still okay. older stuff. It, it, what it you know what it really did is it it sparked up the whole game preservation debate it also sparked up kind of like um digital ownership as well right yeah you know, um and you know people were making like jokes about how skull and bones is their upcoming game about piracy and this sort of behavior encourages piracy you know <laughs> it's mm. like symbolic because it's like i can't access your game any other way unless i do it illegally yeah so yeah where are you um, standing on this whole thing of like, yeah, re- removing access to to digital games? Um, yeah, I think I stand. I mean, we've we've had this discussion in the past. Um, when was it? It was a PSP library was like being taken off right. or something like that. That's I right. Think, yeah. I mean, I think really it's just the exact same argument, right? I, I mean, I'm all for game preservation, like regardless of how old or new. Like, I just feel like if it's out there it should stay out there right um and but i mean i do understand that it costs it costs um companies money to list these products and keep them on the store for people to buy if no one's buying them i do get that but like again i think the argument we had when we talked about it last of the psp is just like in the scheme of things is it really hurting the the company's like financial status that much to keep these sort of games just on the store anyway like are they really just like oh we cut this we got a lot more breathing room, guys. It's just like, really? Like, I can get my second yacht this year. And yeah. I really, really want that. So. Yeah, it's nice. It's, it's more like if we cut this, we can all get like an extra meal deal a week like, in the scheme of things, probably. They're probably not <laughs> saving that much money. Uh, I mean, I can't, I don't know. I, I really don't. I'm, I'm being. It's what it, yeah, that's what it feels like, though. That, yeah. Yes, but that that is the consensus, I think, like on how we feel. And like, I'm going to keep saying this because I think it's really true. And it's not just a video game thing. But when like there are these massive conglomerates making these big decisions, especially over like ownership or even with like policy decisions and like, you know, government legislation, hmm. give us patch notes <laughs> like we get with Apex, with Smite, with all of them, Fortnite. Give us patch notes. Why have you done this? Yeah. Give me explain to don't me just why. Don't just snip. Yeah. Don't just exactly. snip and it, run. It's one of the first things. Yeah, it's one of the first things we're we're, we're told um, to do, like you know, in, interpersonally in therapy, you know, to because yeah, we we have to make different decisions and we you know, what you want to do is foster a good relationship. And I feel like it's kind of the same in the business world. You know, it's, it's maybe a bit of an odd comparison, but like you you know you want to have a good working business relationship with your consumers. The, worst, the best way to keep that fostered is to give rationales for everything that you're doing. Yeah. You know, why are you doing that? Because ambiguity just f***s everything up. Yeah, it just triggers people. It creates people to make their own conspiracies or their own theories and then just think, you know, it's just like if you just lay it out there, people might actually just be like, oh, okay, you know, it kind of makes sense, right? Like, um you know, it, I'm, I'm not saying maybe they should just like pump out like exact figures, like we'll be saving X amount of money if we cut these and stuff like that. But I feel like, yeah, I don't know. 
just coming up with a, a reasonable blog post to just be like, you know, at this point we feel like enough people have owned these games, already played them, and you know it's costing us this this amount of money. So maybe we should, you know, at this point cut our losses, something like that. It, I think it would soften the blow. Like, yeah, a hundred percent. Definitely, and it's just like I think most people would be sympathetic to, you know sort of thing even if it was basic and they were just like you know costing this much and we want to reinvest that into other things people would be upset but they'd be like okay at least i understand it but it's just none of that it's just like gone and we've announced it now it's gone and also just give people a bit of time as well like there's no reason why you can't just be like we're getting rid of it in one month so if you want to buy it buy it now and you can play it locally from your steam library you can do all this sort of stuff but it's going in a month. Don't just be like, oh, it's gone. Oh, but it, oh yeah. You know, because then he's just like, I fancy playing Far Cry 1. And it's just like, oh, well, this just doesn't exist. This was snipped from yeah. existence yesterday afternoon and I had no idea. Um, That's right. Yeah. Just give people a little bit of a warning as well and they can stock up. It's like, yeah. I guess, like, the ideal outcome for this would be... Because there is, like, a charity that's, like, really focusing on games preservation, isn't there? Do you know what I'm talking about? I can't remember what they're mm. called. They're called, like, the Games Preservation Trust. I don't know I made that yeah, up. But that sounds know. like a good charity name. Um, and they're doing that. And, like, best outcome here would be for, like, these companies to be like, we can no longer support these. How, however, Games Preservation Trust is going to help, uh, you know, help keep these active for as long as they can. You know, and then maybe yeah. further down the line, that's yeah. stop. That—that's it's perfect world stuff. But you know, that's just how I see it on it. Um, and a lot because what we said about the whole digital thing as well is that a lot of people start getting very smug about having physical games again. Because you know, there's like two percent of gamers who are like like staunchly like I buy everything physical, and they, you know they've got like yeah. a collection of, of like game cases. Yeah, you can have to like can't recycle like you know whatever. Um, they they could do that. That's fine. But like there are a lot of people who are like quite smug about it um, when these things happen. Um, mm. So I don't know. Would you? Is there anything about this that would ever make you flick the switch and be like, I need to get this game physical, physical, or not feel like something would ever be taken away like, soon enough for you to care? Because you'd be like, if it does happen, it'll be twenty years, and by that point, I won't care. Um. What to just to, to just completely switch my way of buying games to being physical from like this point onwards, yeah, it's, sort of thing. Or is, yeah, is there anything that would give you enough of a scare to be like, oh, maybe I should a physical? I don't think so. No, because I mean they're they're still only removing it like as a listing, right? So it's like even if like, um, yeah, it's like I don't physically own all the games I have now. I don't have physical copies of them, but if they were to just be like, oh, we're snipping all these Xbox One games, it's like, I still technically own them. I can play those locally, regardless of me owning it, like a physical copy on my bookshelf behind me, or a digital copy that I bought five years ago. Um, So, like, I feel like that's still a thing. Um, Yeah, I mean, I don't think so. No, because with these things, there's, there's a very large time frame between between the games anyway and for me personally if they were to just snip it out of existence anyway odds on i'm probably done with it anyway and i probably wouldn't want to go back to it so it's nothing that's going to scare me um personally to switch up my buying habits um but then like something like for example would scare me if they were just like 
Castle Crashes doesn't exist anymore or something like that. Like, that's that's something that I could be like, oh, you know, like, I've wanted to recommend it to a friend or somebody, and I'm just like, oh, actually, that doesn't exist anymore, but, like, I still think of that game very fondly, and it's timeless to me, like, you know. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, maybe it would just take a game for you that you care about to be yeah. like, oof. Same for me, like, I always think, because I, I remember when we started going into the Xbox One generation, and, and you know, we started, started buying digitally, um, and I was like, oh, God, this is amazing. I'm yeah, sick yeah. of standing up. You know, I hate standing up. Uh, you know, so putting discs in and taking it out. You know, so it's just a pain. And the convenience was so good. And then obviously, Xbox has doubled down on that with Quick Resume. Mm-hmm. Shout out to your boys. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think like I guess the the only thing, maybe a game that we did sort of hold quite dearly or fondly. But also the other thing was like if that if that amount of time narrowed, you know before the delisting to something quite short like imagine for example if monster hunter world 2 comes out and they're like we're gonna shut down the servers for one because like you won't be able to act you won't be able to buy it after that you can play it offline after that point but, if you yeah. it, but we're delisting it i i feel like that's feasible i feel like that could happen i don't think companies are doing it yet because they see that and people do stick around on the old ones and maybe you know there's a bit of of money there but maybe at some point that stops happening and they're like it's not worth it that doesn't make a difference for like if you still if if for your example there with world whether i own that game as a disc or a digital game if they're shutting down the servers on it uh but you can play it locally it's, it's the exact same outcome regardless of how you own it yeah but it, they're it shutting be the down same the thing online the element sense. Yeah, it would be the same thing in the sense that, you know, if you wanted to recommend it to a friend or download it on your kid's, you know, console years later, you wouldn't be able to do that. Say the second comes out and it's not, you know, we don't feel it's as good. Um, You know, know, it's happened with games before. Some people feel the same way about, like, um, Destiny or Titanfall and and they're going through similar questions at the moment. So, Yeah. 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 I'm all for game preservation, but I do think I'm also in the camp where at some point it does need it does need to die. I guess like at some point you can't just preserve something forever. Like you can't just keep time for one servers up forever. Like it's like 2060, and then people are like, "Oh my god, I can't believe they took off like time for one servers." It's just like, well, eventually you got to like. That's the thing. Like the terms are clear when you go into these sorts of games. The terms are like, eventually, this is going to run out of players. Like if this is if I'm only going to play this the rest of my life, I I am aware that other people will not do that. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. They're, they're, yeah. You can't come into this realistically expecting that you can have access to it, to it forever, and those terms are pretty clear. Yeah. Feel. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. No, I agree. It would take it would take a lot for me. I'm in the same as you. It would take a lot for me to buy digital stuff again. Um, physical. Yes, physical. It's very hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah you're, you're like me last week, where I was genuinely just like, I'm fucking done. I reached a point last week in the show where I was like, I'm very aware that my, re- my responses have just been yes and aha uh-huh for the last 15 minutes. I'm done, <laughs> mate. Put a fork in me. I'm done. Um, yeah, it's hot. It's hot in here as well. Dude. I want to turn on the fan, but I feel like... Hang on. I feel like my mic's picking it up. I'm not picking it up. I can't hear that. 
I can see it on the bars, though. Oh, maybe a bit when you're speaking. Sit through it. It's going to get cooler. Get yeah. On. It's fine. I'll sit. Yeah, I, I've had it off until this point. Yeah, I was just... But yeah, it's hot. Testing, yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. It's, it's quite funny, actually, because I've got... Like, I have, like, a lamp here um, for my desk, and I always turn it on. You can see it in the reflections. Yeah. <clears throat> so, like, you know, I get a desk lamp, and it's really funny because when I've got it on at the moment, especially because my head is so sweaty... It's gross. I, it's glistening, man. I'm surprised yeah. you can't see yourself in my forehead. I, I also don't know why I have such a shiny forehead, other than the sweat. Yeah, I feel like I could just like rub, put like a steak on your head and just use that as <laughs> oil. Yeah, <laughs> done. Uh, all right, let's get on. Uh, what's next? What's next? Yeah, there was a load of talk about um, Assassin's Creed. I kind of drew a line through it though because the story didn't go anywhere. We had ACG saying that the next AC was going to be was going to be Aztec um, in that time period. Um, as far mm-hmm. as I'm aware, though, ACG does not have good insider sources. Um, it's like I, I'm pretty sure that that is a commonly held view. Um, then Jason Schreier chipped in and said it's going to be in Baghdad. Obviously, Jason Schreier has a very good track record. Um, so it never went anywhere, though. I think Jeff Grubb chimed in and said he had heard that some there is an AC, like a Japanese AC being sp- spoken about as well. So it'd be pretty cool. Yeah, like I said, it didn't go anywhere. Like, there's no real conversation here other than, oh, Japan sounds cool. Aztec sounds. I haven't said that, though. Aztec would be my choice there, but you know. I know. I'm thinking. I'm thinking Japan. I but think we've got Ghost of Tsushima, cool. so like. Yeah, yeah, I guess I still haven't played that, but yeah, I guess we do. Yeah. It's it's on my to play list when I eventually get my hands on a PS5 or a Steam Deck, whatever comes first. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard it's great. Three four three, Tim. I've been teaming up with community modders. I don't know, have you seen you seen you seen this? They've been teaming up with modders to bring back cut content to Master Chief Collection, which is very cool. Like, okay. like, like, there's wildlife. They're gonna bring back. It's like missions. There's like an iconic mission shown off at E3 2003. Oh, wow, that's a long time ago. Yeah. Um, that was never playable. It's called the Earth City demo. It's like they're quite like a legendary um, demo, and that's coming. They're bringing that back. They're teaming up with modders to you know remaster it, revitalize it, and bring it into the game, um, which is great because that MCC crowd, you know, it's like keep them happy <laughs> you know? yeah. and, and everything will be okay uh they won't receive any more letter bombs hopefully yeah they're the more hardcore uh like old school halo fan base aren't they the mcc boys um right so yeah yeah no it's pretty cool man yeah i mean um it's not often you see this sort of thing either so i think it, i think it's pretty unique um and it, it's pretty fun and it just it just shows a good standing in the community um, which I don't know how 343 stomach the Halo community sometimes and still be like this nice to them. So kudos to them to just be able to uh, take multiple blows on the chin and still come back for round 38 and give people what they want. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's good. It's good. And while we're on the topic as well, there's been more. Um, and I like I could do this for a weekly segment, but I don't because it would just be like silly shit. But um, there's been like forge leaks now that the co-op fighting build has got into the game. People have like, you know, found um, stuff in there. And there is a beautiful, beautiful file share screen. Um, and yeah. if, if anybody, if you 
Tim, and also you, dear listener, you know, if you've been following the Halo discourse around customs and Forge, everything, you'll know that the biggest, one of the biggest things that people miss from 343's era of Halo is like a proper file share. And I think there was like a, maybe a decent one in 4. I can't remember though. Maybe people weren't happy with it. But nonetheless, the screen grab that I've got here, you can find it if you just Google it, you know, Forge forge leaks um there's mm. like you know most popular um popular modes popular maps recommended you know so it used to be like do you remember i like halo 3 they used to be like bungie's favorites or whatever you know they'd have their own modes for like customs um yeah make it a bit bigger if you like do you know yeah. what actually we should um we should see not for this stream we've had enough technical difficulties but we should see if it's easy for you to just drag and drop out of the dock and into like obs like just like a top layer and then we can just have it up on streams you know what i mean Oh yeah, just sort of where we get into the show and into things like I could sort of create another scene that maybe like stacks like our webcams vertically, and then we could have like the docs awesome. running on the side. Yeah, yeah. just because I, I use screenshots quite a lot, don't I, to convey information on the notes? So I think yeah. sometimes that's useful for any any visual watchers. Yeah, we can do like... that. Yeah, I, I can create another scene and we can do that. Yes, yeah, that's cool. Awesome. Um, and so there, there was one thing here, so, you know, that's, you'd expect that, you know, popular modes, popular maps, recommended, great. The thing here that was really exciting is what's on the bottom right of that. Yeah, and by the way, I know because you can't see it, what we're, it's, it's like a menu screen with all of these different options. Final one, popular prefabs. Now, I didn't know that prefabs were a thing in Halo 5. I only just learned this, but, you know, what I essentially mean is that people going to take assets that are an infinite and combine them into something and then can save that prefab for someone else to use so you can imagine how quickly this is going to spiral out of control <laughs> there's going to be like you know new vehicles there's going to be like tower structures it's going to be like 1800s castles and people are just going to be sharing being able to take these prefabs add to them and you know then like save as with yeah. their own addition to it do you know what i mean so like it, it creates this very quickly like branching set of um custom content yeah no which i, I had mean, no yeah. thought about i hadn't thought that that was possible <laughs> yeah no that, that that is pretty cool yeah it just creates just like yeah just like ease of access and just like speed building for like everybody to be able to just hop in and just almost just yeah just have like a template like ready to go um to just help sort of bring your vision to life a little bit quicker um yeah i mean it's it's literally from the screenshot i can see and and um and everything here it looks exactly exactly like what people would want from forge you know at least going in um from like the first screen just at, at a glance to be able to just yeah see the most popular things and play the most popular things you know which are popular for a reason you know the halo community you know how to make a custom game so if it's popular it's probably because it's yeah. good right so you're not gonna have to dig through the dirt or like um or all like the rubbish or go to like content creators to figure out what's good you know it's just there in front of you for like quick easy downloads yeah no that's really cool i like it Wait, how are you feeling about forge these days because it's like yeah i know like like game creation stuff has never really been up your like obviously you like playing customs and stuff like that but what like what what's your temperature on kind of forge yeah i guess i like forge and i have messed around in it before and helped create stuff but i, I don't think i have the patience um myself to just sit in a forge and um and just create something from scratch you know like a like a whole map a whole game mode all this sort of stuff like 
I just don't feel like I have the patience to do something like that. I'm happy to chip in and help or like come in and like bring some ideas to the table for like a couple of friends that are building something. And I'm like, oh, this would be kind of fun. And, you know, that sort of thing. But no, I'm, I don't think I'm, I'm that guy that sits at home for four hours yeah. building a map and building a game mode. <laughs> and then I sh- I'm like, get on at eight o'clock, everyone. I made like the coolest thing ever. I'm just, I just don't think I'm that sort of forge gamer no well it's a refined taste isn't it like game building in a game um, yeah but I, I think i'm probably the same as you now i had a little of moment when i was younger um you know building some stuff and more than anything else i remember in halo 3 just making one of those like plasma grenade courses that people used to make yeah um what are, they called? What are the board games called you know you put a marble in and it like rolls around it does like it's like it like does flips and like goes through a bridge and everything do you know what I'm I, talking about yeah i always remember there was well there was loads of ball games for it. i always remember there was one um with like a yeah like a ball and you had to go through a maze and reach the end and it was something yeah, to do with like, like mice oh you're talking like mouse something yeah there was one called mouse, mouse trap yeah but yeah if you're talking about just like the handheld like maze ones then I don't know what they're called, but it wasn't just that though. They were like little mini, like you'd get to something and then you'd have like a little. You task, could interact like with it, yeah. To like ping it to get to the trap, you had to like jump over yeah. it, yeah. Like, yeah. I think the one you're thinking of is mouse trap, yeah, because I think I even had that as a kid and we might have played it around my house. Um, not mind that, yeah. Um, so anyway, I did like I like spent a while doing like that for a plasma grenade. Um, I don't know why it was so entertaining because you know it would like you know because what you 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 basically just put a man cannon down, chuck a plasma grenade into it, and just see where it lands, and then you'd be like, yeah, another one there. You see where it lands, you're like, I'll put another one there, and by the you know they're like five hours and three coffees in, and you're just watching a plasma grenade like going to circle, and you're like, I need to be like, I did this, yeah, I did this. <laughs> um, I don't know something about it always fascinated me, but um, yeah. So for, I think mostly for us, it's more that getting this these tools into the community's hands for like user generated content like like the content of this game is gonna like expedited so quickly once it's in the community's hands right yeah yeah absolutely yeah um yeah i'm i'm really looking forward to forge because i i know that this iteration of forge isn't gonna need me to create that much i feel like i can literally just this will be the easiest form of forge that I can just hop in and just play all the shit that everyone else has slaved away making like really easily. <laughs> That's right. Um, I get to reap the rewards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really excited to play it. Um, I think it'll breathe a lot of life into Halo. Um, I was just talking about this yesterday with actually with, with somebody. Um, I went on like a little double date um, with like my partner and I met this guy for the first time and he's a proper Xbox gamer like us and we basically just talked about Xbox for like three, four hours. Um and we were talking about like Halo and how he's really looking forward to Forge and how he thinks it'll breathe life into the game and stuff like that. And he grew up playing like Halo three customs and stuff like that. You know, all that. So yeah, I'm 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 pretty excited for it. Um, Fine taste. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. I like like you can see some some of the other screenshots I've got here. Um, one of them shows uh, like map templates, presumably you know the, the map to start the forge on. And we've got here space, desert, deep sea, wetland academy, and then black. You know, there, there's a lot. 
Um, yeah. And you've got to bear in mind, this forge has been in development for a long time now, and they've been working with the community. I think they're called like the Forerunners or something. You know, it's the group that they credit used to make the customs back in the day. Um, so I'm expecting this to come out with a lot of features. Uh, and like in the past, we've seen people going through like multiplayer maps, but they've just flicked on like the weather switch and there's snow everywhere and it looks beautiful. Mm. So this is, I think this is going to do big, it, it's weird because obviously the cam- one of the big criticisms of the campaign was that it was like a, not an immense, like huge amount of variety in environments. Um, mm. But Forge seems to have so much, like it's going to be quite funny to see community creates stuff that easily out you know like laps the stuff that 343 is able to put out mm-hmm. um of course what happens when you've got you know, thousands and thousands of people doing it but yeah very exciting yeah no yeah me too yeah i'm pumped um and just to finish off the halo segment then there's a new event starting on july 19th is that tuesday yeah, what you say, um, called Alpha Pack. That's why it's called Alpha Pack. Oh, like wolves. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, I know. I saw your little note. Made me laugh <laughs> on the uh, <laughs> on the notes. It's an inside joke, so I'm not going to say it for straight. But it, yeah, it, go on. Recount the story. Wait, what? You're telling of the story. Yeah, what of the the Alpha Pack story <laughs> of, of us and one, and one of our friends. Um, yeah, we basically got a, a friend that we play games with sometimes. I don't know, how would you classify this friend? He's a bit of like a, a dad gamer, right? And he's a bit of like a... A goofball. He's, he's a, a goofball, a... yeah. He's he's the sort of guy which, you, you know, you play an FPS with and he's, he's, the, he's the guy in the squad that you're always carrying. He's the guy in the squad that's like never there for fights. He's always like 500 meters away yes. and then he turns up late, you know. He's... I still unironically says like sponging and camping. Uh, yeah, exactly. Sponging, yeah. do you remember that? Like, sponging. Sponging. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we were playing Siege with him a while back and they did this like event where they gave everyone like a free alpha pack. Um, <laughs> and we all just logged on and got our alpha pack and whatever. For anyone who hasn't played Siege, alpha pack is like their loot boxes. So you crank it open, you get like a skin, whatever. Wow, amazing. It's like a, a little freebie they gave the community. Uh, and he didn't get one and I shit you not we just we just wanted to play the game and he was just like he rebooted still didn't get it rebooted still didn't get it rebooted still didn't get it we were, we were waiting in the lobby for him for ages and we're like just who gives a fucking shit about the alpha pack <laughs> you know at this point we're like it's a fucking alpha pack nobody cares and he's just like I want the alpha pack just going it just went on and on just so long yeah and then he (laughs) and then the genius behind him was just like oh maybe they've run out maybe they're out of stock or something (laughs) (laughs) yeah on a digital fucking pack that they're giving everyone yeah maybe they're out maybe they're out Oh my he's god! Like, oh, I'm gonna tweet the devs, and he like because he kept doing it. Like we'd have a play a round of siege, and then he'd be like, "Oh, I hope I get me alpha pack." He just wouldn't drop uh, it. At one point, be like, "Like, mate, if you say this one more time, yeah, I'm going to do something I'll regret." <laughs> yeah, Today I was literally just like, "I'll transfer you money. You can fucking buy an alpha pack. Just, yeah, shut, just up. shut up. Like, just <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Nobody cares." Jesus. Uh, yeah, that's the story. 
so with the event is you know one of the free tracks they're doing um armor looks very nice gotta say um i think they've got some they've got like a cool armor effect in it as well it's like a holographic wrist like watch thing you know that's green in the style of like all the low wolf stuff um i'm trying to think if there's like another game mode in it i think there is i think it's just an event track i think there is something else but you know whatever it's it's it's, it's halo infinite we all know how this is going it's incredibly slow right now yeah um until until more stuff happens um outside of carp campaign obviously are we gonna play that by the way maybe not right now but down the line yeah uh, yeah i'd like to play a carp campaign with you hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I think that's probably what will get me to complete it. <laughs> so yeah, no, yeah, let's do it. Awesome. I was, I, yeah, I, I like watched the live stream very briefly on it. Um, yeah, all looks nice. Um, everything's working as expected. Te- tether does look fine. If there is that, I'm still against it being there, but it does look fine. It's it's very very big. Um, okay. And, you know, like difficulty scales up, some of the bosses scale up, all of the stuff you'd expect, but like just glad to hear it's been thought about. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Cool. Originally, at the beginning of today, at least I thought, July 19th was going to be quite a big day for Xbox. Um, firstly, with the Alpha Pack event, Halo. Secondly, with Forza Horizon 5 Hot Wheels releasing, right? And that looks Let's kind go. of wanky. Um, we've also got As Dusk Falls releasing on tuesday as well xbox is like arguably biggest aim this year <laughs> yeah like, arguably bigger than uh pentiment right probably um yeah it's a, it's a publishing game so it's you know it's not a spy or anything but i'm if this flops xbox ain't gonna hear the end of it until january 2023 <laughs> this, yes. this, 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 this needs to be good um yeah i've heard a lot of positive things I think it will um, be I'm pretty good. Sure yeah, it'll be good as well. I think it'll be good. I think I think we're looking at. I, I, I will. I will bet. I won't bet. I will. I will say. Um, I think this will get an eight. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking low eighties. I'm thinking. A, I'm thinking a, an eighty-two Metacritic, mm, Open Critic. Wow. I'm going for an eighty-two. Okay. Give me a hard number. I want to see. We're going to come back. We're going to see gonna wins next week. Right. What? 80 just bang 80. on okay yeah. all right you type that in the discord chat so we can so we can see it for next week yeah sure um i won lol stakes are high <laughs> yeah um, deck owes me one of his rare pokemon packs okay cool 
Yeah, I've out on the 19th as well. And then also planned was the season seven for Sea of Thieves, um, which was that really cute little trailer we saw um, at E3. You know, with the, they did the little jingle, they were singing, they were dancing. Uh, a little CGI trailer. It's the captaincy update. It's the captaincy update, um, which is a big one. That was coming out on Tuesday. Got delayed, however. Um, I think on Friday they put out a blog post saying it hasn't quite come in. It's coming in a bit hotter than we would like, so we're going to delay it till the 4th of August. So, mm. um, just That's over a month delay. Um, but it was quite a crowded day anyway. This isn't the first time Rare have done something like this. They have um, extended a season previously, just you know for the sake of quality. Okay. And, like we always say, do the delay. <laughs> Yeah. Do the delay. That's Please. fair enough. Yeah, it's kind of weird though because it's not like the most. It's there's a lot of quality of life updates coming with this see if these patch, but there's not an actual like insane amount of like new like like content content. Right, it's just like nice to have stuff or things that people wanted in the past. And uh, yeah, I can't remember exactly. It did seem like there was a lot there, but it's not. Yeah, you're in terms of like square mileage of like you know like. Creating new assets, I don't think there was, but maybe I'm wrong because you can like decorate like the the captain. Yeah, that's stuff. cool. I, uh, I think and that's so, really cool. And maybe really cool a as ship well. as well. I'd like to give this a go actually. I'd like to give this a go yeah. when it comes out. Um, I want to call ours. And the, there's a new tool sail. So I would love that. I would love to sail the seven seas on the boob sloop. Yeah. Um, Hey, yeah, so that that's basically it for the upcoming stuff for Xbox. Um, let's swiftly move on to the next thing. It was about Respawn. I kind of couldn't not because we like Respawn here a lot on the QRP. We do. Um, so, so we'll swiftly go over the top of it. But essentially, the job listing said that they are working on a single-player game set in the Apex universe. No, the fluss, the, the what debate this caused, though, was it Titanfall, was it not? Really, I think where a lot of people settled on it was that Apex is bigger than Titanfall now. Yeah. A lot bigger than Titanfall now. Yeah. I don't know if we ever see. Like, it, it's, it's so low priority Titanfall at this point. Like, it yeah. might come. It might come a really low risk form i wouldn't be surprised if we see a titanfall mobile game i'm not gonna lie to you mm -hmm. like a micromanagement strategy <laughs> so, yeah okay. like match three match three like atlases oh god <laughs> and they drop in from the top like tetris um yeah you did you're onto a money maker um I am. yeah i completely agree i love titanfall um but you look back at Timefall now and how big Apex is, and Timefall is kind of like the stepping stone to what Apex is now. Um, you, you know, I think there's a lot more potential um, with Apex in the, in the fact that it is set in the same universe. Um, so you still have got like IMC and you know all that sort of stuff. You know the um, the Rebels, or the, I forgot what they're called. The other one, you got the IMC and you got the Rebels, whatever. Um, but you know, also weaved in, you got all the Apex stuff that you can do so much with. Um, so I just don't think there's any need for them to go back to, um, 
to titans and stuff like that per se um i feel like you can make a pretty cool game out of um out of something in the apex universe to be honest um and just to be clear that's like we would not say no to another time for we both hold oh yeah both those yeah. games very very dearly um, it just doesn't make sense but it's, like you said it's just you're taking a step yeah, back like in terms yeah. of ip and stuff like that and and how how um how popular it is and in the spotlight is you're just taking a step back if you go to a titanfall ip rather than an apex ip that's right and yeah just from like ea's perspective like why why would we do that (laughs) why would we do that when apex is raking in the money i'm Mm -hmm. on my seventh mini jet of of the last two years you know i bought Mm -hmm. my daughter an island sort of level of money you know so i just don't see that happening anytime soon unfortunately uh but we'll have to see how it goes and because Respawn are making Star Wars games, single-player games as well. Um, having said that, Tim, you might recall EA Twitter account saying something really stupid a couple of weeks ago. Do you remember that? They said, like, oh, she's a 10, but she only plays single-player Oh, yeah. Games. <laughs> yeah. That whole thing. Well, guess what? <laughs> they do something what? stupid again, did they? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, yeah, kind of, but it wasn't the EA Twitter account. It came straight from the mouth of former EA CEO and current Unity CEO, John Riccatilio. Riccatilio. Riccatoni. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm not, because this is a dumb thing to say. He said, uh, well, he apologized. <laughs> for saying it's game developers who don't focus on implementing monetization early on in the creative process are some of the biggest fucking idiots oh god look at his fucking face as well dude i just want to punch it's a punchable him. face <laughs> i just really want to punch him <laughs> oh my god what an absolute weasel what at all what at all what and i need mean, like ugh no, monetization should not be thought of early in in a game development and creative process. Like, absolutely not. Like, at least in, in my the quiet opinion. part out loud, isn't it? You know. Yeah, that's kind of gross. Yeah, that's not a cool thing to say, man. And even if it is, like, why why publicly say something like that, you idiot? Do you really not think you're going to get gaslit for saying something like that? Like, come on, bro. It's just like tone deaf, isn't it? It's just like just doesn't idiot. understand the market. The guy he doesn't know what a video game is. Like you know, yeah. you hear some of these stories about like execs coming in to, um, like look at the like how the game's coming on, and they're like, that gives some like shitty like input. They're like, I want that to be blue, and it's like, uh, that's grass. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, it's like yeah, they, they haven't played a game. Uh, so I don't know how these people end up in these sorts of positions, but uh, maybe I'm wrong about John Rigatoni. Um, but it's more, I suppose, the problem that he called them the biggest fucking idiots. Like, yeah. there's a way to articulate that point without undermining. Literally, Vince Zambella is right there making millions for you with Star Wars that doesn't have monetization. Yeah. So like, <laughs> it guy's a fucking idiot, man. I just don't understand. And like you said, there's just there's just better ways you can say it. Like you don't need to say biggest fucking. Idiot. You could just be like, yeah, it's people who don't focus on monetization, you know, they're they're missing out. You know, there's potential to think about this sort of stuff early on, rather than shoehorn it in later. Not just be like they're fucking idiots. Yeah, it's just God. 
it's just it, i think it's so funny that because on that ea post that we were talking about before even vince ampella i don't know if i said this to you but he he did like a you know like hand to the face emoji because obviously he's an ea respawn is an ea studio yeah uh, making a single player game and now this guy comes out and said this like that they must be the leadership of respawn must be like this close to being like we won out like yeah. this is we could be independent lads yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't need this upper phil is offering a tasty lump sum yeah we would i love that um so that was that just thought that was a segue th- worth throwing in there yeah, um definitely. okay uh worth touching on as well skate is happening we all know about skate um it's coming back and this week it was announced that it was a live service free to play game you know uh, typical reaction from the internet just like that. dude that was spot on i might send that into was the it? walking dead or something like get get you on amc that was crazy that was my interpretation of the soulless gamer tm dude um, yeah fucking thank just god so like no just so people don't come for me like obviously i understand your qualms it's so irritating i have to give a fucking disclaimer like, so people don't come for me <laughs> Jesus, yeah, like, man. You know what that I mean? nervous. Um, mate, there are people who I've like had exchanges with on Twitter, and then like I'll go and check our like streams or whatever, and like suddenly they they have like down like dislikes. I'm like pathetic, isn't it? Like yeah. <laughs> someone would like just get don't like what I say and just start just like down like dislike everything. Um, yeah. So anyway, yes, like we've all done the back and forth talk about microtransactions. I guess I'm I'm just kind of fatigued by this knee-jerk reaction about free-to-play being innately bad or microtransactions being innately bad like oh, like we've had this conversation so many times like like yes there is a line that gets crossed where it can go too far it can be exploitative it can be intrusive but like just chill let's see how it works out Live service games are the most popular games on the planet for a reason All yeah right, there's a reason you log on to Fortnite every day i see you can't lie to me. You bought the Doctor Strange skin. Yeah. In the, uh, Talking to me, because so. I actually did. Um, <laughs> no. No, yeah. No, yeah. You're, you're completely right. And yeah, live service can mean a lot of things. It could literally just mean like, hey, it's getting a battle pass every three months or something like that. Like, I think that classifies as kind of live service, right? Uh, yeah. You know, it yeah. could just be something as simple as that. Like, you don't need to go mental. Like, <laughs> Like, Jesus, calm down. It could just be like a cosmetic battle pass. I mean, obviously it won't be called a skate pass. That's right. Do a kickflip. <laughs> Do an ollie. An ollie ollie. <laughs> oi, oi. <A> skater. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Yeah, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm like doing it. I'm not going down that conversation right now. Okay. All right. It's, too it's happening. It's live service. Get over it. Cool. Yes, you are. Exactly. Um, right, what's happening next? Uh, loot boxes, Tim. Uh, none of this has been Xbox news, really. No. <laughs> like, oh, we talked about Halo a little bit. It's fine. Yeah. I, 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 we, we talk about just wider stuff as well. That's what we do. We do. It's um, fine. Yeah, we like that. We like that. Um, yeah, okay, loot boxes. Ages ago, not that long ago, like maybe six months ago, um, an inquiry was put in for the government to look into loot boxes and like gambling behaviours. Um, to see if it would be, you know, if loot boxes could fall under the, the Gambling Act. 
um and they have come up the 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 response has been published over the last few days and they've essentially said yeah like it's kind of something there maybe but uh, there's not really enough evidence mm-hmm. to suggest that you know loot boxes are going to be causing problem gambling, um, so it's not going to fall under the gambling act review. However, they did say that they what are they, and they are presumably going to apply some sort of pressure as well to um, to create more uh, like f- consumer friendly monetization approaches. Um, okay. So, just to just to quote it, to support this, the government, working in collaboration with academics, industry, and other partners, will launch a video game research framework, um, and we will continue to develop the framework with the aim of launching it by the end of 2022. So, the framework, the you know, the idea is to have a bunch of literature that outlines play connections. Uh, what what I have read, it's a lot of secondary and research, you know, stuff that already existed. Um, they couldn't find like a causal link, which is a big problem. Um, uh, without going too much into it, yeah, that's that's pretty much the, the takeaway. Um, okay, which I think, which I think is interesting because loot boxes have always been a funny one, and I know some people are like very vehemently, like quite passionate about the idea of like loot boxes being very exploitative, and and they're definitely one of the more sinister like monetization methods, like for sure. It's on that side of the continuum. Yeah, I think, and I'm like, we definitely need to keep away from children. Um, but I think there are ways that we can mediate that by being like clear and like upfront in the same way you can when you open a pack of trading cards, right? You know. Yeah. Um, exactly. There just needs to be rules and guidelines put in place, and I just feel like, yeah, these companies that want to go down this path of loot boxes and stuff like that, they just need to adhere to a set amount of rules, some compliances, that sort of thing. I don't think there's anything inherently, like, they're not Satan. Like, I don't think they should just be taken away completely. I don't really see a massive correlation to, you know, calling them, like, you know, like an addiction or gambling, personally. Um I just think there just needs to be a few more measures in place to stop people who who lack that self-control, you know, um, kids and stuff like that, and to just not be able to just... for companies to exploit them sort of thing. I think that's, that's yeah, basically yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's obviously, it's one thing an adult buying it, um, but it's another thing, a, a kid seeing something shiny and, and doing it over and over again. Yeah, I think, like you said, more regulation and straight up, I don't think loot boxes should be in games that are under 18. Um, I think that is very dodgy, a yeah, very dodgy area. Agree. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I was sort of thinking about this earlier today, like, you know, trading card games do a lot of very shady, shady shit to avoid gambling, like regulation um, and legislation um like it's kind of similar and we've had this conversation before you know me and you um about you know those similarities um so you know uh, it's more that yeah people people worry that loot boxes can like what what, what do people say they say it's um they can exploit people with addictive personalities and that is like not a thing yeah um i'm gonna put that out there that's not a thing yeah Um, i don't don't um, think it's a thing an addictive personality is not a thing that's never been proven um i don't even understand how that would make sense if you mean that you have a composition of personality traits that means you're likely to buy more or are we talking about getting hooked more or are we talking about like 
exploiting people who are like in like the working class like it, it, it depends what metric you're coming at from here but if you know i i understand the principle i get the principle like you having this thing makes a certain group of people makes them more vulnerable like yeah. I, I understand that so it just depends what the thing is that we're talking about and what that group who those group of people are you know so that's mm -hmm. that's like the gray area but nonetheless we're both in agreement that yeah regulation is needed here um yeah. i think generally the video game industry needs more regulation like full stop like timed exclusivity shit i will never understand how that's just allowed to happen yeah yeah but i think these sort of <laughs> things will come into play especially as the industry is just growing faster than it ever has been you know i do think these things will will they'll, they'll make their way in, into the light um soon i think just naturally so yeah Tim, we've got three stories there. These were kind of the three big stories for the week. I don't think it means that they're going to be huge talking pieces, but they were the biggest three ones, arguably. Um, the they popped three. up at random throughout the week. Um, and one of them is in the name of, uh, in the name of the title, which we haven't even touched on yet. Like I thought about renaming the video, uh, but I'd already made the thumbnail, so I was like, oh I'm, not, I'm not doing it again. Um, so the first one is about uh, Activision Blizzard um, and essentially speculation that the FTC could approve the acquisition in August. Um, like the next milestone is coming up um, and things seem to be going pretty smoothly, especially in the US. We spoke last week about how the UK are now reviewing it, but it's feasible, not necessarily likely, that if all these things get the green tick, see this closed by the end of the year that'd be pretty mental that's I crazy don't think that's going to happen but i don't think it's off the cards like I, if that's mental. especially with especially with um playstation's acquisitions just went through did you see about that like that, that the haven software and bungie closed on friday yeah Done. yeah so if they're looking around like right now i feel it would be quite hard for a lawmaker or a politician to be like this one obviously it's on a different scale but mm -hmm. you know it's much bigger it's orders of magnitude but it'd be quite hard for them to be like look at xbox who's third place in the market His competitor are also nintendo made another acquisition this week as well it wasn't a game studio it was for like movie stuff but nonetheless look at microsoft who are in third place oh so yeah. these two are buying like buying studios left and right this isn't okay so my point being is that i think it's feasible right Oops. yeah yeah, I mean, when you when you put it that way, yeah, it does seem pretty feasible. I mean, guy, if you ask me, I would not have thought this this deal would close in 2022. Like, I thought this was a for sure 2023, like probably even like mid 2023 uh, closure or something like that. Um, it's pretty crazy to think that it, it could, it has the potential to be this year, um, which I think um, is very exciting in terms of if it does what's going to happen with a lot of their big launches like our our yeah. biggest one is diablo 4 games pass you know if this closes this year diablo 4 games pass let's go <laughs> yeah absolutely Hype, man um, that'll be so cool i'm totally rooting for it to close as soon as possible yes no yeah me too but i mean obviously wait did they they didn't give a release date for diablo 4 did they it's just 2023 yeah i'm pretty sure it's just a 2023 yeah and this, we, we spoke about it on previous episodes that there likely is some backdoor negotiating going on about like 
<laughs> trying to align the release date with the acquisition so that they can have these sorts of launches in games pass you know i, I mean even if we think about november right cod yeah if the world explodes oh yeah true yeah god um... So that, that kind of, and then Overwatch 2, obviously, you know, there's a lot going on with Activision Blizzard right now. And I think Xbox want to capitalize that. So it wouldn't surprise me if they're doing everything they can to accelerate this. You know, mm -hmm. and we've even seen PlayStation has been picking up studios left and right since mm -hmm. this first got announced. I, don't, I, I can't even remember when this was. How long ago was this uh, first announced? This was quite a while ago. Um, January. I want to say January. Yeah, because I think it was just like we were talking about it being like a a mental start for xbox in the year share that shit have a little jingle for this last week we what stuff in in silence we, we didn't we like come up with like a fun jingle where we check something in oh, dead silence and do like it's, yeah that's like it's we... the segment where deck and tim <laughs> yeah, type shit up <laughs> because they don't it. know <laughs> yeah we should have like a little jingle for that, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it was beginning yeah. of this year. I think it was. It wasn't 2022. I'm just trying to think because you, you messaged me. Uh, let's have a look. Uh, yes, 18th of January. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so, it, it, my point being that since then, Sony have been going a bit ham on purchasing. Um, you know, they haven't purchased any big studios other than Bungie, which is obviously quite big. Um, mm -hmm. But they purchased a lot of small upcoming studios with a lot of talent in them, like a lot, there's like five or six. Um, and that tells me, firstly, Xbox want this deal to go through and don't want to complicate matters further. But secondly, it's all hands on deck. Me. Mm. Hands on me. All hands on your sweet buns. Yeah, on my, on my sweaty forehead um, <laughs> to get the deal through. Uh, so yeah we'll see man it's crazy that we're actually like having conversations about this closing because it feels like it's felt like it's been such a long way for a while now hasn't it it has yeah but to be honest i do feel like generally like for a deal like this i feel like if it does close um this year or or anything and we're talking about like you said we're talking about the closure right now i feel like it's been a pretty quick process like all things considered yeah like yeah all things considered like i really was just I was just like, maybe 2023. Like, you know, I don't think even when we were talking about this, like back when it first came out in January, we were just like, something like this is sus, dude. Like, this is big. This is going to take ages to go through. A lot of, lot of red tape to go through. Um, yeah, and I think we were saying probably end of 2023, I think, if, if you were to go back on the episode. I think those were our predictions, so. They, they always said, like, end of quarter two twenty three. So we always anticipated oh, like okay. June, July. That that's what they said in their own targets. Um, yeah. You no, know, so I have to see. But yeah, it, it's super interesting stuff. It it becomes crazier as the year goes on, you know, it becomes crazier and crazier to me that this is gonna happen one day. One day Blizzard will be under Xbox. One day Activision will be under Xbox. Um yeah, it's the same sort of disbelief if the word Bethesda got quiet it's still crazy to me that Starfield is going to be exclusive but I guess that's less because it's a new IP is less so but you know you start thinking about Elder Scrolls Doom Wolfenstein and it's like oof mm. oof oof yeah that's a lot yeah. uh, awesome so that's chugging along 
Banjo-Kazooie. That's in this uh, thumbnail. We're right here, you see it? They're right behind us on screen. Kazooie's up um, here. Yeah, so it's really easy, actually. Got a nice PNG um, of, ba of Banjo-Kazooie. Actually, so have you seen the layout of it on, on yeah. the screen? It looks like it looks like <laughs> Kazooie with yeah. Banjo's feet. Yeah, it looks really weird. I was literally starting to point <laughs> yes. that out. <laughs> and he's like right above your head as well. It looks like he's sprouting yeah. out the top of you. Like, they've just been like you look like Banjo. They've just been like spliced together. Oh no, I was thinking like that's all Kazooie. Like Kazooie should become like a horrible just... like hybrid, yeah. like Bear Bird. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, spliced together. Yeah, it's Kazooie Banjo now. <laughs> yeah, I consumed him and groomed yeah. his legs, pecked his guts out. Jesus, now he's mine. Um, we spoke about this a while back. Um, Nate the Hate is a cider with quite a good track record, um, usually over on Reset Era. Um, we spoke about. And this was just before the showcase, and it was one of those things got everyone to, into a flurry, like, we're going to hear about Banjo. I think even we spoke about it, so you're like, I'm not impervious to the hype machine. Yeah. Um, so, but, but since then, a uh, Spanish? Hang on. Reading my own notes. Yes, a Spanish Xbox insider. Stasis? I don't know their track record, but it picked up a lot of traction on quite a few web crawling sites whether it's red reset error or the r slash gaming leaks and rumors which is a really good subreddit for this sort of stuff so i'm assuming this person has a reasonable track record and um, who also confirmed that banjo is like in development but neither know and just to reiterate nate the hate has a very nate the hate it's not his name his name's nate drake sorry um <laughs> I'm like really getting quite delirious. Uh, like, I have visual hallucinations. Yeah. Um, a really good track record. Um, so, the way here is that somewhere behind the curtain, studio has put a pitch for that game, and you know, probably really early stuff. I'd just be like interested to have a conversation about like if this is real. What's the a the best way to reveal this, and mm. and b what is a good banjo game to you these days like does that resonate with you what would make it interesting to you i think yeah in terms of reveal i don't know it's a tough one isn't it it's a very loved ip and it's a very old school ip but like i'm not sure if it's like a i don't know do you, do you see banjo as being like an e3 reveal sort of game i think so i think i think it's a one more thing yeah, well, yeah yeah it could be a one more thing okay yeah yeah it won't be a main stage thing but it could be a one it so. could be a one more thing yeah that's true i did forget about that um yeah so potentially we could see it in that sort of format um at e3 um and in terms of a good banjo game that's so it's really hard to to to, to put your finger on that um because it's just like, do collection games hold up these days? That's the question. Because that's what Banjo is. It's a collection game. You run around, you pick and things up. And a platformer. Up. Yeah, it's a, it's a platformer collection game. You load up a level. You've got three jigsaw pieces to find. You've got some optional feathers to find. And you make your way through the level. Done. It's some platforming. It's a unique design per level. You're done. Um, you could argue it does hold up. Because Mario still uses that formula. And Mario Odyssey... Um, for whatever reason, is just 
everyone's favorite game um even though he's just got a hat he's just got a kirby hat they just basically just took kirby and put it in mario um yeah so i think the best way i'm ready to hear that tim (laughs) people aren't ready to hear that level of truth they're not ready to have that conversation what that it's just they just basically just took the idea of kirby and put it into a mario game yeah that's what they did yeah that's literally exactly what they did um i think a part of me is just like just stick to your guns yeah and just make like a like our mario but with banjo and kazooie just have that sort of because we have been looking for that that sort of ip we've said that for a while right that sort of mascot for xbox that sort of um friendly as well yeah friendly almost not childish but child friendly mascot as well rather than marcus phoenix chainsawing a fucking locust uh it's not doesn't quite appeal <laughs> to uh to the youth only appeals to a certain well, having people. said that let's not pretend that like 75 percent of nintendo fans aren't just like old men <laughs> like, with them surrounded yeah. by amiibos no offense of course if you like you love that shit by all means but like it's become like uh yeah like popular or acceptable for like and collectibles and figurines and nintendo like leans into a lot of that so yeah I, it's it's literally only the weirdos for the xbox slash playstation debate that are like oh it's a kiddie get nobody else gives a shit mm. other people will be in their 60s like i love yoshi yeah, Yoshi's Woolen World, Willy, Willy World, is Willy. the best thing ever made. Yoshi's Willy Yoshi's World. Willy World. <laughs> Dude, I think you watched the uh, the Pornhub version of that. Of that. Oh, Yoshi. Yoshi. What happened to you, buddy? Um, but yeah, I think I think that's the direction Xbox needs to take. Is just have this like kind of yeah, just like try and make our sort of Mario. Um, with with a ma- with the Banjo Kazooie stamp on it. Yeah, right. well, my my only worry is that it only seems to be Nintendo who can actually put out like a mass market, critically acclaimed platformer. It seems to be that have been that way for a while now. Like Ukulele happened, and everybody was a bit lukewarm, and then supposedly the DLC called the lost something i can't remember um reviewed a lot better but like i can't i literally can't think of any others cuphead um what do you mean cuphead <laughs> cuphead's a just platformer it's not a platformer <laughs> platformer was like, it an fps like <laughs> <laughs> you got me it's like it's like you know it's like a two D uh, like side scroller boss rush game. Yeah, because that's a genre I can find on Steam. Pretty sure it'll be on a platform if I went on Steam. Get, no, it wouldn't. Gotcha. It wouldn't. Shut up. I win. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, an yeah. L in the chat. Uh, yeah. yeah so right. so that that's my only worry. Like I don't know. It, like if they just make a vanilla like collectible collectathon platformer with the bird and the bear i don't know if anybody can do that that is a nintendo like what studio is making that what studio is making that yeah i don't know 
I mean, like, who's doing that? And so it makes me think that they've got to do something, like, unique. And I don't mean don't fucking shit yourself. Like, I'm not saying nuts and bolts too, but I'm saying nuts and bolts too. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. No, I think they should Breath of the Wild it. Just... Oh, you think? Like, with, with everything these days. Just Breath of the Wild it. Sonic, yeah. It's fucking... That's a good shout. I think they might do that. They just Breath of the Wild it. Open world, Banjo-Kazooie. Sorry, no, deck. Open air. Open air right, game. Open air. Not open right. world. Banjo. Nintendo are better than that. Yeah. But I, I just think that there's, there's probably... They have to do something like interesting mechanically with it. Like, you could fly in Banjo-Kazooie, right? Mm, yeah. Could, like, 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 hover or whatever. Glide. Yeah. I feel like they've got to have something interesting. I don't know. It's, it's a tough one, but... There's definitely space for it, right? And, like, it, it's a console seller, I think. Banjo is, like, a big console seller. Um, I just mm. hope they don't give in, like, Phil, don't be nice with this. That is an exclusive property. You bought Rare. Your hard-earned money. You Do not put this game on the Switch. Not say, oh, it has a legacy out. No. Yeah. No. I can't play Spider-Man people can't play banjo other people have to suffer with me he's right he's toxic but he's right <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's the worst combination i you know we'll see i guess so i think a while back people did speculate that the studio that did ukulele i can't remember what they called him but it's like blanking on it i don't know. play something be something maybe i don't know uh might have been them but i think they had said that they're not like they literally said because rumors are swirling they're like now nah, we're not we're not doing that so i like i have no idea who's ta- who's like still making platformers um i know like the guys who made super lucky's tale i can't remember who that was but like second one reviewed okay like new super lucky's tale but it's like mid 70s you know it's like it's yeah, nothing yeah. that's gonna do banjo kazooie justice what about the people who did ballon and wonderworld I think those people are probably in hiding with fake fake names. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. It's just like the the credits of that game are all just like aliases that no one wanted to put redacted. their names. Yeah. Redacted. Redacted. <laughs> Bob. Redacted. Bob. Redacted. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, but yeah. I think they should... Yeah, I, I don't know. It'd be interesting. Um, I think they should keep it banjo wherever they do i don't think we need another nuts and bolts we don't need a really like a another like really out there idea to transform the banjo ip i feel like you can keep what what makes banjo and kazooie a, a banjo kazooie game but just expand on it like i said breath of the wild it potentially or just just make another one just 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 do a do a mario sort of thing on it give it its own mario <laughs> it's me mario <laughs> Thanks, Chris. That's really good. <laughs> it gets me every time, dude. I love that. <laughs> it's a me, you Mario. <laughs> right, uh, here's what you got, Chris. You've been practicing for six months. You've been saying, what's your best Mario <laughs> impersonation? <clears throat> hey, it's a me, Mario. <laughs> They're like, it's fine. So it's Chris Pratt. It will sell. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I, I'm with you, man. I think, but you are also right in the sense that collectathons like are not a thing other than like other than Mario. That's what I mean. It's literally just Mario, <laughs> um, none other. Yeah. Um, so that's like I don't know how they're gonna do that. Maybe they should just make banjo golf. Yo, you think? I don't know if there's a yeah. Like, there's a lot of characters in banjo. Yeah. Just you like hold Kazooie and you just smack it. Yeah. I could see it. Banjo Kazooie. No, you could do like a. You know, they did like Mario and Sonic at the Olympics. They can do like a Banjo and Kazooie at the Olympics. <laughs> yeah. Banjo and Kazooie at the COVID games. We're <laughs> just wearing masks. <laughs> Running away from. <laughs> yeah, that's a game Running away right from there. the virus. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we probably could put that one on Switch just so it sold a bit more. <laughs> Running away from vaccines. It's fucking Banjo going yeah. anti-vax. Yeah, it's just That's massive just anti-vax propaganda, yeah. That's just always... <laughs> really, Phil? That's what you decided to do with this IP? Turn it into an anti-vax propaganda? Banjo-Kazooie, the case of the crusty anti-vax. Ugh, crusty. Anyway, moving on. Banjo, it's happening. Yeah, it's happening. You heard it here first. All right, um, last story then. Um, Netflix has partnered with Microsoft, Tim, as a advertising and a sales partner. So I'm just going to read what Satya Nadella said in his tweet. We're thrilled Netflix has selected Microsoft as its advertising technology and sales partner. We want publishers to have more long-term viable and monetization platforms so more people can access the content they love wherever they are. Right. So, you know, this is a Microsoft partnership. This is not an Xbox partnership. Nonetheless, you know, I think we can anticipate some bleed through here and there possibly. But I think this is mostly coming from, you know, do you remember a while back? Netflix said that they were considering advertising which people were very confused about because they're like, I'm paying you a subscription. Um, <laughs> my understanding is that they are going to introduce a, a lowest tier, like a budget tier, mm-hmm. which is either free or very, very cheap, but also has advertisement. Um, and they're partnering with Microsoft to do that. Um, yeah. For, for, pro, you know, uh, for advertisement placement. I don't, I don't even know how Microsoft comes into this, to be honest. I didn't, no, this was a thing that they did. <laughs> like, yeah, um, we're just advertising like Microsoft products specifically, or just like Microsoft like to help build and run the platform, sort of thing. That's right. Yeah, so that they're facilitating the advertising portion of that model. Okay, that makes sense. So they're helping Netflix get ads in into the. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, you know, I, I guess what I wanted to add here is because there's been a bit of speculation about this um, was if this is a true partnership, other than money, what could Microsoft see out of this? And, like, you know, the, your mind goes to a couple of places, doesn't it? Games Pass Ultimate, Netflix subscription, you know, we can we yeah. can call it Games Flix. Yeah. It's good, that. that. Um, Xbox IP Netflix shows, probably a bit of a wishful thinking but yeah what 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 ips would you have mate on netflix go xbox ips go gears 
Oh, am I supposed to just, just <laughs> roll them off? Just no. I was just surprised that that was your first choice. I think Gears could adapt to a TV series really well, or just a movie. I, I guess, but like, I'm I'm kind of kind of sick of Locus. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. Fable, let's go. Fable. And Joe, show. Let's let's have it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cuphead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuphead. Pretty cool. Yeah, there's 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 a lot this spring to mind. Um, what else? What's another big one? Elder Scrolls. Yeah, like an Elder Scrolls. Yeah, potentially. Fallout. All that sort of stuff. What's already happening, isn't it? Oh yeah. On Netflix, I don't think. But yeah, yeah. No, there's there's a lot. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be it though. Um, but then you see Sony are moving into the the TV and movie space quite a lot. So very much are. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? But yeah, I think it's They're more a Gran just... Turismo show, mate. Yeah. <laughs> they actually. Yeah. Jesus. All right. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I think you're right in the sense that I don't think I don't think this will affect the gaming world that much, at least for a while. Um, this this partnership, whatever it is, I think it's more of just like a business thing. Um, like you said, we might see some bleed through, but I think even if we do, in terms of like Games Pass editions or or IPs coming to Netflix, I I, I don't think that's gonna happen for a while. Um, I think for right now, it's just it's like a yeah, it, it's a business thing. There won't be much game bleed through, but it's still establishing that partnership with Netflix, right? Which I think is is good. Um, and plus, Netflix is just struggling these days, so I think they'll take any help they can get. Supposedly, like, I it's funny because I just cancelled my I had cancelled my subscription. It's due to end in August because I want to watch the rest of Better Call Saul, but they just have their biggest viewership, like concurrent viewership ever. With strange things. things, yeah. I think yeah. we we have a problem of like this echo chamber developing a little bit, you know, with outrage online. And I was like, oh, Netflix is dying. And then your know, journalists pick up on it, and they're like, there's loads of like people are angry about. And then, but really, it's like Netflix are doing better than they've ever done. Like, I don't gen, yeah. I don't know. But I think they're before, actually worse off at the moment. I think before Stranger Things and stuff like that, they had a pretty, they had a pretty dry spell. I I, I don't think they yeah. were doing too hard. In terms of figures and viewer retention, obviously people are going to come back with your big hits of shows and stuff like that. But then, you know, what's it going to be like next month or the month after? You know, those people might have only bought one month to just watch net um, to watch Stranger Things and then they just bail again, right? So, yeah, um, yeah. I can definitely see a world where Xbox is side eyeing like the amount of effort that PlayStation are now pushing to go transmedia with their IPs and being like, let's get cozy with Netflix. Mm. Um, because that would be, you know, in a perfect world, if Netflix became the like publishing partner for Xbox, you could have like, you know, buy like yearly or bi-yearly shows. Xbox Game Studios would flash up on the front. You get Netflix bundled in with Games Pass Ultimate. You know it works both ways. You know Netflix pops up. It says, "Did you enjoy? You're on your Samsung TV. Did you enjoy season one of Gears of War? Click here, and we'll take you to the Xbox Cloud app, and you can play it right now." 
yeah you can play the first one right now you know you can see a lot of integration in those in in that sense so oh, 100%. I, I can yeah i can see like feasibly a good partnership whether it will go yeah. in that direction or if this is just a big bag of cash no but yeah there's room for a, a big partnership there yeah 100 percent. there's some growing room there yeah it'd be interesting to see what what comes of it yeah definitely cool uh, that's all the stories for today. Did we have anything pop write. up in chat? I don't think we did, did we? Rude. No? Yeah, I haven't kept um, an eye on chat. Yeah, come on, guys. Um. <laughs> no, I've kept an eye. That's fine. Um, so, uh, shall we sign out? Because if we are going to sign out, I want you to smack that jingle. Yeah. I was really close to my mic when I said that. Um, yeah. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Jingles, jingles are going. Hey. Well, if you've watched the whole thing, whether you, if you've been driving, you've been exercising, or you've just been relaxing, we appreciate your views. You know, we're here. We we do this every week now, Sunday, usually about one o'clock, one p.m. BST. So that's really early for you if you're American. Sorry, uh, but it's just the time that works for us. You can yeah. catch us later. You know, that's fine. Um, but uh, other than that, hope you've had a good time listening to the show and we'll catch you Monday. God bless. Peace. <laughs> say, right? Peace out. <laughs> okay. Yeah, thanks, everyone. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> oh, I forgot I have to end it. Yeah, you have to um, end it. I was just you know, like a prick with my fingers in the air. You are a prick. 